Hi, my name is James Ramos with Renovate with Ramos. I'm a general contractor here in Tampa Bay, and I'm here with Lauren Klein. Yes, hello. She's an interior designer. She hails from Brazil by way of L.A., and she's in, uh, luckily, she's in Tampa Bay right now, so she's been helping us quite um, it's my pleasure Quite a while really. yeah. for, for uh, several projects that we're doing um, for the Tampa Bay clients of ours. And we're excited to have you. Um, Thank the you topic so much. Thank that I'd like you. Absolutely. The topic I wanted to talk about is, is, you know, cause there's more folks outside of Tampa that are listening and watching, but you know, how do you find an interior designer? Well, you have to do your research, right? If you don't have the word of the mouth, basically is, is actually, yeah. it, help, it helps a lot with us, you know, because you build a reputation and the clients will usually recommend you to somebody else. So that's really, um, the, the best research and right. best recommendation. But if you don't have anybody like that, then you do have to go on your Google, you know, research. You have to ask a lot of questions to this interior designer. You have to ask how long they've been in the business. Right. You want to see what credentials they have. You want to see what style they tend to, to design, even though, you know, a good, in my, in my opinion, a good designer actually is versatile about that. Mm-hmm. They don't do only one specific design. They don't impose their, their design right. style. You know, it's more of what the client really wants. But anyways, you have to identify with that designer. Yeah. Um, you have to look for recommendations of jobs that they have done. It's always a good way to, a good way to determine that is always asking if you can go see their job, you know, the job site, right. something in, that's still in construction, something that has been done, if the, the other client allows it, it's always good. You definitely want to look for their portfolio. Um, that would be, I think those would be the main things that right. I think you have to, you know, do your research about and really see the reputation overall. It's it's important. You know, there's a reason why we all do what we do and we love it and, and you carry through. If you're a good professional, mm-hmm. you always have the good, the good, energy around you and the yeah. good word basically you know so that's yeah so there really are important. are there differences between a decorator and a designer yes there are differences that people i feel like people are not quite aware um interior designer is you go for school it's it's basically interior architecture right yeah. so you can move walls you're doing electrical plumbing right. detailing plans uh things that are a little bit more technical than the decorator mm-hmm. itself but in the decorator is the person, and mind you, going back a little bit, the interior designer can do that plus furnishings, right? right? So we can recommend, we can do the technical part of it for construction, which is very important to you. So you can build accordingly. Mm-hmm. But we can also do the furnishings, which is, you know, the, all the furniture pieces, the rugs, the accessories, all those things that finish the picture, the big picture right. for the client. The decorator, uh, they only do the furnishing and the d- decor, um, the school is a little bit different, you know, the technical skills are a little bit different. So they are, forget, correct me if I'm wrong, but they can't move the walls and necessarily do the plumbing and the electrical as the interior designer does. Mm-hmm. So they are more focused on the the decor and, and the furnishings. So that Yeah, so one of the things that, that attracted me to construction is my wife and I moved quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a book, and I think in the book I, I moved... Um, what I said, um, which is reality <laughs> at the time, which was three years ago. I think we moved like 18 times. Oh in my God. Years. Wow. That was a lot. So we got experience <laughs> with, um, meeting with different, you know, professionals in each city that we were in. Mm-hmm. 
And the reason why I got into this business was not just because I grew up in this business. My father was a general contractor and all my brothers are in construction, but I really fell in love with, you know, this whole process. And um, because I'm more of an analytical guy, right. you know, it was so dysfunctional. Yep. Um, so one of the things that I want to recommend is, is that you, uh, you need to understand the scope of the project first as the consumer. You know, so what Lauren was mentioning was, is there's a decorator, there's a designer, there's an architect, right? There's a builder, there's engineers, and there's, you know, to make things even more complicated, there's design builders, which is what we do. So it doesn't mean that we employ designers or employ architects. We just have adopted a design build philosophy, meaning, you know, you need to get those professionals in, you know, in the meeting early so we can work together. So as we're doing, you're doing the design, we're doing the costing. Exactly. And we're looking at the functionality, whereas you're looking at the, you know, the jewelry of the home and the layout and things of that nature. Absolutely. Um, you know, so opening up a wall is not just as easy as you drawing a pretty, you know, open room, but it could entail the builder saying, oh, wow, we need to brace the and then you always find and, things, especially with yeah. older homes, you know, there's always surprises that right. inside the walls, sometimes you open and you see, oh my God, there's a, there's a column over here that no plans showed because they're older plans, you know, things like that. So you have to assess right. those issues as you go as well. So very important that you do all of that study before even starting the construction. And obviously for you guys is probably easier to just get the bids accurately as well. Yeah, and I think most people actually look at rather than understanding the scope mm -hmm. and then asking, you know, my advice would be ask the, con you know, the consumer should ask the professionals questions around that scope. Yes. Not necessarily focus more on the design aspect. So I want something transitional. So show me everything you've done transitional. And if you don't have anything that I like, then you're not for me. Right. So it's more about, I don't know if that's making sense, but it's more about, you know, understand the scope. So if you're you know, buying a house and a lot of times um, the home is not how you want it when you get it. So you need to do a little bit of this and that. And it's very um, difficult because you don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. you, know, you have a realtor typically um, and the realtor is giving you advice. And then now you're calling your friends and family and checking on Facebook yep. and asking questions and things. Um, but, you know, one of the places that I like to go to is house. It's H-O-U-Z-Z. It's a good resource. And then just, you know, doing a typical Google search, interior designers, decorators, architects, builders. But I think the number one thing you need to do is understand your scope. So if you're buying a home that no walls need to be moved and you're just doing an interior renovation, find somebody that not not necessarily that can do it all, but that has experience with working with vendors that can actually pull it all together. So you're not sort of the champion and hiring, you know, multiple people in a pre-construction. Yeah, you just, like you said, you, you can't select, select a professional right. just based on their style. You know, sometimes, like I said before, they are more versatile. You know, they right. can they can do everything. They just do, they happen to have more of that style because that has been more of their clients. But if they can think through the entire process and just take care of you, those are the questions. And definitely, you're absolutely correct on that. You just have to ask more questions than just the design style itself. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to ask... To me, it's very important, again, emphasizing it, uh, the years of experience tells tells you a lot. The process, right. looking at the process of the interior designer and the, the builder also tells you a lot. The organization skills, you know, if you have to, from, from point A to point Z, what's the process? What are the steps? And that tells you a lot that that professional has been through some things 
And there's a reason why right. they establish a process like that, right. you know? So that tells you that they have experience and they know how to deal with problems that may come up on your job. Mm. So those are things to pay attention to as well. It's the process that is very important. Right. You know? The process and the, and the people. And the people, yes. You know, that they have. So, you know, you can work with a designer or an interior decorator mm -hmm. or an architect and, you know, they're fantastic, but they don't really have an avenue to give your, their, your plans or the final product in the pre-construction and design phase to get it executed, right. which is a problem too. Which is a problem, yeah. You know, because you definitely don't want to run, you know, 90 to 120 days doing a design and then not have anybody that's actually looking at it from the execution side. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. so that's You also really don't want to have the construction starting and then deciding what you're going to do next because you're going to have a lot of delays and a lot of money wasted. Yeah. So that's also something to think about as you go through the processes, as you interview the designers and everything. It just you just have to keep that in the back of your mind, you know. Yeah, and and one thing that I want to leave with is is that, you know, just as every profession, you know, whether it's a design professional, which I call, they could be a number of different roles or different right. educational backgrounds. But just because, you know, this, somebody's an interior designer or they say they're a decorator, it means that they have the ability to take you from A all the way to Z. You know, so they come exactly. in all different sizes and fashions. Different and skills, skill different sets. background. Yeah. You know, so, so what's important is when you're looking for an interior designer or a decorator or an architect is, is that, you want to understand your scope, like I mentioned. Exactly. You know, you want to obviously lean and make sure that they have the ability to take you to the style that you want. But more importantly, is that if it's, you know, do they have the vendors that can take you from A to Z? And and it's really important because I come across a lot of clients and they have friends that are helping them with the selections. You know, they don't necessarily have the education. Um, but which they is have not the really eye of the of the matter. You mm -hmm. know, it's just they have of the eye or maybe they have, um, you know, all the technical skills, but they don't necessarily have the eye. But typically, majority of people will have a friend that's a designer, whether they're decorated or not with awards and things. Um, right. Right. Or, you know, educated in the proper, you know, with licensure. But they, they come and they say, well, why do we need to pay you for pre-construction and design when I already have a designer? You know, so when we have a questionnaire that we give and it's like a two pager. So it actually looks at, you know, what are the things that your, you know, your Looking friend, yeah, your professional right. actually can deliver on. Right. So we need, you know, not just pretty pictures of cabinetry. We need to understand, you know, exactly a drawing, a shop drawing of the layout and things. So if that person can provide those pretty pictures, then great. Then we need exactly. we need to, you know, supplement it with actual drawings and, you know, shop drawings that we can actually get the cabinetry and the kitchen or whatever we're doing. Vanity's priced and inspect. A lot of times, you know, the folks that have designers, they'll say, hey, we, you know, they have a great eye and these are, you know, what we want this room to look like mm -hmm. well there's a lot of pieces pre-construction wise design wise that we need to you know supplement and make sure that it can be done at the budget that you know that they have that right. they're asking right. of us right. to do right. you know whether it's you know adding an engineer to open up a wall and to, and to put a beam or you know some of the basic things of of um you know flooring layouts and ceiling reflections you know reflective ceiling plans and things like that so um, so that's one one of the big things that I wanted to mention. And that's a, that's a and, very good, valid yeah. point for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
Well, thank you very much for your well, time. Well, you're so welcome. I appreciate you and all the help and support Absolutely. you've given us. Yes, thank you and so much. The fine care that you've been taking care of our, <laughs> our clients together. I'll always do um, my best. <laughs> my name is James Ramos. I'm with uh, Renovate with Ramos. You can follow us at ramoscompanies.com. If you want to uh, like the video or the podcast, I would appreciate that. And there's a lot of uh, great information on our sites. Um, there's over 100 hours, more than 100 hours of you know, doing it yourself or you know, some of the questions um, that you should be asking a designer built professional today. So thank you very much for your time.